You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV, and this brought to you by Birch Orthodontics. All right, Dr. Birch. I'd be happy with what's happening here. Florida State got a little better. She saw improvement, mm-hmm. and looks like that recruiting class is going to be a good one. I can't wait for this early signing period to be done. I just want to secure those commitments and be done with it, not have to wait till February. But things are moving in the right direction. And, oh, by the way, her and her staff do amazing work, and if you need to go see an orthodontist for any reason, you need to go see Dr. Birch and her staff because that is the best in the business. It's where my kids go, where our kids went, and countless other friends and family members that have made their way over there to make sure they get the best in the business. Could, and apparently the prettiest staff in the business, according to Stephanie. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll, we'll stop talking about that, Corey. But, okay. you know, the, uh, the, can we say the 2021 FSU Soccer National Championship was brought to you by Birch Orthodox? Can we yeah. do that? Yeah. At least on seminal headlines that she I don't think she'll she, be mad about it. She powered I think we can say she mm-hmm. powered virtual orthodox powered the uh, FSU Soccer yeah. National Championship. We can say that, right? And that's a, obviously yeah. when you go in there, promo code is Krikorian. You just say that to the uh the, the receptionist and your first I think your first two visits are free. That's not accurate. The free consultation will be free though. Okay, good. We'll give you a free consultation and uh help you with everything you need for your uh your orthodontic work for you or your family, birchorthodontics.com is the website. Corey, I like that we're in, we're inching ever closer as you offer up free stuff on others' behalf. You're getting close to just saying braces are free. Yeah, the Braces yeah. are free, guys. If you mention seminal headlines, just or mention it as you start whatever our promo code is. Yeah, yeah, guys. Hey, see these jacked up teeth, Dr. Birch? You're going to fix them for free. You know why? Because Corey, Corey headlines. Because yeah, Corey, Corey sent me. Corey sent me. All right, first question. Let's do it. Mike writes, we need some bonafide Jimmy's and Joe's up in here. Horizons takeout bags all in home visits. What's the NCAA (laughs) going to do? That said, the Texas offensive linemen are set to receive $50,000 a year. Have you all heard of any real NIL plans put forth uh, our program by our program and our boosters. Um, I can I can say that I'll let you guys answer. You may have more in depth. I do know of something that is underway, independent of the boosters um, of 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 successful business folk that have gotten together. A couple of people I know in the Tampa area are part of it um, to try to get something moving in the right direction for NIL. It is very vital. We joke about it all the time, but it does feel right now 
because of the lack of restrictions on NIL and what you're seeing at some places, like we're in the wild, wild west again. Like apparently anything just goes. I mean, Florida State does have to compete with that. Well, I mean, Nick Nick Saban wasn't very coy about it when he announced that Bryce Young had a seven-figure deal yeah. last summer. And, uh, yeah, man, when, so if you're Marvin Jones or any of these young players and you're thinking, well, I really love Florida State, but I really like the idea of a seven-figure endorsement deal, I mean, it's going to be a problem. It's, it's a huge problem. Florida State's working on it. But, man, I you know, for the same reason that FSU's had a tough time against the SEC schools – in terms of resources for years, I mean, that's that just compounds it. I yeah, don't know if there's a solution. It, Texas is the only one, correct me if I'm wrong, but Texas feels like the only one that's like broadcasting what they're doing with this so far. And I, they did it earlier in the year, too, with a – I don't remember the circumstances, but th- they broadcast another big, huge payment they're making to, to athletes. Won't we get to a point where, where coaches will talk in press conferences about – Last year we get we gave out four and a half million dollars total to our to our student athletes. Our student athletes uh, made, made over four and a half million dollars um, in NIL money because that's a huge selling point now. It's the biggest selling point as uh, maybe it shouldn't be, but it's the reality. It's as big a selling point as crowds at games in uh, GPAs. Like if you can tell a parent that yeah, your son is guaranteed if he signs with us, guaranteed to make two hundred thousand dollars over the next four years. Yeah, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty nice enticement. The three of us were four mm-hmm. players finally being paid. I mean, free labor is what college football has lived off of for years. Is why we see these uh, palaces or cathedrals, as you called them. Um, it's on the backs of free labor. So we didn't like the system when we understood that it, it was it was out of whack. Coaches getting $10, $11, 12000000 million, coming and going as they please, facilities being built with the chocolate fountains and golf courses and everything else. We thought it was absurd, right? But this isn't good either. This is not a good situation. This is not good for college football. They've got to figure out something because you're going to get real quick about five to seven teams that can compete like this with the NIL for the best players, and everybody else is bent over. Yeah, Texas A&M announced, according to your point, I think Texas A&M in response to Texas just announced their new program that's uh, – they haven't given all the details, but I, we can only assume with the money they've got flowing out of Texas that Texas A&M, uh, that they're going to have something significant as well. Yeah. I wonder I if they have I, to do stuff with the dog. <laughs> you may have to go ride a horse with Jimbo. <laughs> and get uh, around in front of people like a bunch of a-holes. But, yeah. Uh, or Jeff, you used the word absurd. I think the better word, I think the word we've used in the past, I know I've heard Corey say, is perverse. You know, the the idea that Jimbo Fisher or Nick Saban or those guys were making 10 or 11 or $12 million Correct. a year yeah. where these kids weren't getting anything was ridiculous or beyond education. And I think even right. Danny Cannell came out and said recently the payers should get played. But I do wonder if this is another in the step, another step in the path towards you know, a real realignment of college football it has to, to, where, to where it's a separate sport. It's got its own governing body. Maybe there's salary caps. P- players get paid, but everybody gets paid. Because um, right now, I mean, what Texas is doing with the offensive line is great. But wait, so the offensive linemen get 50 grand each, but what about the tight ends or the running backs? Or I mean, it's just they've got to figure out a way to make it more uniform uh, across the sport. And, and maybe it's a – Maybe that's how they pick the 60 colleges or 65 colleges to get into. Are you willing to spend? Like, you've got to come up with the money to be in our league to where you can pay these players. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I do know good luck getting an offensive lineman and wrestling him away from Texas. If it's you versus Texas, 
Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid's going to Texas. And, um, you know, I get it. You could just say, well, tough mm-hmm. luck. Step up. Well, not everybody's going to be able to, and it's going to be very interesting to see. And and there doesn't seem to be, like you said, any uniformity to it, any real regulatory. There, there are a few rules we know well, about. Every state's got the, – the best thing about this was the states that went out and started NIL laws, like Florida, some of the states that jumped early before the NCAA did anything because they didn't think the NCAA would do anything, came up with laws – to to make it possible and then the ncaa came back and said you know what if you don't have a law just do whatever the hell you want so the states that were proactive like florida that came up with laws are actually have more restrictive rules than yeah. anybody else because the ncaa just threw up their hands after the fact the ncaa has thrown up their hands uh, a lot in the last uh, few years they seem absolutely obsolete it's it's as if you could just say well listen why aren't we cheating i know you always roll your eyes ira when core and i make the jokes and stuff but in, what the hell's the difference? What's the NCAA going to do? Apparently nothing. 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 I mean, yeah. So, uh, so so Horizons get on it, as he said, the bags of money. Let's go. Bird starts giving free uh, uh, orthodontal <laughs> care for, for all that's, the players. That's really the NIL that's going to seal everything from Florida State. <laughs> right. Have you seen the teeth on those FSU linemen? They're gorgeous. Oh, my <laughs> word. Dan writes, are we witnessing the end of the Clemson football run? Well, we did touch on that last hour. Uh, one can argue that you're seeing signs, at least, of a setback, of, of a step back. And that's great because you'd like to believe Florida State right now has some forward momentum. Clemson takes a little step back, and here we go. There's a chance in the next two to three years you're competing for the Atlantic getting back to the ACC championship game. Who knows? Obviously, for the ACC, Corey, you brought it up last hour. Yeah, it'd be ideal if uh, their original vision could come to pass at some point where Florida State and Miami were playing each other in the ACC championship game and you had high-profile national powers with historical cachet for the nation to all eyes fixed on the ACC, pumped in the way that they are, say, Georgia versus Alabama. Well, like it, but like it was this past weekend with Wake and Pitt. Uh, I couldn't take my eyes off that game. I don't know if you guys were watching it or not, but hey, it was more compelling than the other game going on at that time, which was Michigan Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's you go from Georgia Alabama, which is one three, and it's a playoff spot on the line for Alabama and the Heisman Trophy, to Wake Forest and Pittsburgh. You know, hey, I just that. had I just had a vision in my mind. I just you know like when you go to. Uh, to either maybe like buy, like look at a, an apartment complex or you're looking at cars and they sit down and they give you the brochure. I was just thinking like get recruits. They go to Alabama or Texas. They get shown the, you know, the piles of cash. They come to Florida state and Florida state's got a package with, you can get some orthodontic work uh, and yeah. the sausage sampler from registers. Delicious. Delicious. Uh, you, here's And here's the promo code. You get 40% off. You're going to have to pay for the other 60, but you get 40% off for the, for the sausage. Not everybody gets that. <laughs> right. yeah. That's for you. That's a friend price. And the free uh, mac and cheese bites at Horizons. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Logan wants to know what we think about the moves at Florida and Miami. We did touch on that last hour, Logan. Um, I don't know if you guys want to reiterate anything, but I did want to acknowledge the question as I'm trying to get back and forth between Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you know, you I think I, that you skip so many questions in your life. You skip so many in this in the in the arc of this show, yeah. and yet the 
the last two that you've read are things we've already talked about. Why well, they're on to something we haven't talked about. They're on the minds of many, Corey. It's like mm. the first four questions on both sites appear to be what we think about either the AD or what Miami's doing or what Florida's doing. So I just think if there's any other assets or facts uh, that you want to throw out there about what is and what is not and what's good and what's bad for Florida State, then you should do it. You should, I just, you should touch on it again. I just want to be on the record once again, Jeff. I think you do a great job of picking you, questions and reading the questions. It really is the backbone of our number two, which Corey <laughs> won't even introduce anymore. No matter soccer wins a national title, mm-hmm. we can't get an hour number two. Uh, Brent Venables leaves for Oklahoma. We can't get an hour number two, but he's going to criticize you. So I, Look, man, I just I'm with you, Jeff. I just want you to know that. Well, I expect more from you. I that's I guess that's my my fault. Yeah, I and my also fault. I expect more. I could I could just throw out the first thirty things that I see here on Twitter, which are all people not understanding sarcasm. But let's get let's <laughs> skip all the way down here to Sam, who writes: Any room for Manny Diaz on our staff? Manny and Randy combo could be huge for us in South Florida recruiting. I don't disagree with that. I don't. What do we think, Byra? Is there a chance there? Is there a chance there's a shakeup on the defensive coaching staff, and uh, somebody will be maybe coaching a different position? I mean, I definitely think there's going to be a shakeup. I mean, it looks like I, I, I'll i be shocked if Chris Marv doesn't leave for another job. So I think uh, whether it's Randy Shannon coaching linebackers, which I think is possible, or, you know, there's a couple other FSU guys out there that if, if it doesn't work out with Randy Shannon, if somebody, if another school offers him a D.C. job or something, then, you know, Ernie Sims is coaching linebackers at USF. That would be an option. Uh, Derek Nicholson, who's at Louisville with, mm. with uh, Vince Tyree right now, yeah. uh, would be an option, a former FSU guy. And there's plenty of play, other players as well. Um, but as far as, uh, uh, Manny Diaz, yeah, I mean, he's going to be, he's in that, that he's in that paid already window where he can go be an analyst at some school, whether it's Florida state, or we certainly know Alabama takes them all, um, where you don't have to pay him much. You can pay him 50 grand and he's already getting paid a fortune by Miami and he, and he's an FSU grad, uh, has coached against FSU a lot the last uh, 15 or so years. But yeah, man, I think he would definitely be a guy that Mike Norvell might be interested in as an analyst. I think it would be good. I think it would be a smart move. I actually, the first thing I thought of when, when he got fired was come on home to Florida state, man. You know, you've always wanted to be here. We think secretly as they jogged off the field at Doe Campbell stadium, Bobby Bowden field, he was happy for Florida state. He knows the deal. Right. Uh, that way. Yeah. And you would definitely think he's motivated after the way they just. Sh- yeah. yeah. Come get him. Come get him back. I mean, they stabbed him. Well, they didn't stab him in the back. It was no. like straight down his chest, like ripping his guts out right in front of him. Oh, and then they spit him. on him while he was alive and laughed at him. <laughs> it was like the Tupac, stuff. Like Tupac yeah. hit him up. It was like they just, as a school, they saying hit him up to Manny Diaz <laughs> for, for, for uh, two weeks. Yeah, it was so wrong. I did, I was cringing. It's like I cringed when I realized those lyrics. Uh, you know, oh no, it's the man's wife. I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? Seminole headlines. Ninety three three Real Talk Radio. Orchard TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you but we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. 
You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. More headliner questions, but before we get to those, because I don't want to forget, sometimes, guys, I have been remiss. If there's a criticism, it's not the nonsense Corey dwells on. It's that occasionally I'm a little late in the game with our friends from Horizons. And we do need to make sure we acknowledge our friends from Horizons, whom I had over the weekend. And once again, delicious as always. You guys are right, man. That 30A is where it's at. That's the oh. chicken. Uh, forget about it. It's delicious. We may have to do that tonight because Alexa, my uh, daughter that's at FSU now, not home as much for uh, – for our uh, meals, but she's she's home right now for the holidays. Just had her last final exam at FSU, and man, she loved. She was she's the first person that jumped on the thirty eight bandwagon. That chicken sandwich is ridiculous and uh, great. People, Corey, when you're next time you're back in town, man, we we need to do it up. We need to have a holiday, buddy. I'm gonna uh, be there. I'm gonna be there. Holiday uh, get together uh, at Horizons. Probably Sunday, folks. I, I shouldn't tell. I don't like to announce where I'm gonna be ahead of time. That's dumb. The yeah, masses, don't do that. It'd be great for Horizons. To, oh, Corey might be here. It'll be all day. People will be coming in and out. But yeah, I'm going to go there uh, Sunday or Monday because I haven't been there in a minute. I've been there in like uh, probably a month, which is a lot. I'm starting to get the shakes. It's been too long <laughs> since I've had the mac and cheese bites. It's up uh, on Bannerman Crossing, Northeast Tallahassee, uh, Horizons Barn Grill. Chris wants to know, could Miami go after Randy Shannon? What changes does Norvell make to enhance his organization in the offseason? I mean, I guess, Mario, I don't know that uh, it's possible. I, I, I have a hard time believing Randy mm-hmm. Shannon going back to Miami as an assistant coach um, after being the head coach, the D.C. Yeah. Um, and I, I, mean, I really think if, if, unless he gets a great offer, he seems really happy at FSU. I mean, he seems to like Norvell. He seems to like this staff. They were very – they worked well together this season. He loves Odell. They've been together for – I mean, he's known Odell since they were players against each other, but back then they actually were friends. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he'll stay if he can. Um, as far as other changes to the staff, you know, I, again, I, we don't think Chris Marvel will be back. I think there'll right. be a change at linebackers coach. I don't know that there's any other major changes. Um, he may look to add uh, another analyst here or there, as you said, maybe Manny or somebody like that. That wouldn't shock me. Um, but I, I don't think there's going to be any over ma- major overhauls, I wouldn't think. By the way, not for nothing, I just want to bring this up. And again, you got to win games, and we all understand that. The program's got to continue to move forward. I actually spoke to uh, another college coach. Let's just put it that way. He's an assistant coach um, recently. And I was talking about Mike Norvell, and I was just kind of picking his brain, trying to get a feel for the way he's viewed in college football. And, you know, one guy can't necessarily give you that answer, but he has insight. He knows a lot of other coaches and and has worked in the field for a long time. And he said that um, – 
Mike Norbell is a really easy guy to work for. Like as an assistant coach, a lot of people who work for him love working for him. It's that the expectations are known. Uh, there's a standard. There's an organizational principle. There are things that they do on a day-to-day basis that lets everybody know what their job is, where they stand, whether they're doing their job well or not. And it's just really appreciated along with the passion. So I only bring that up because yeah. Florida State fans, you know, you always wonder about your head coach. You wonder how he's viewed and, and whether or not coaches want to come here and work for that guy. It does speak to the, his history, right? A lot of coaches have worked for him, and he's always been good about letting them go on to other jobs. When they got promoted, he has celebrated that and then brought in more guys that he wants to be at some point poached because it means they're doing a good job. But it appears that, at least from a couple of people I've spoken to and then what we've witnessed, Mike Norvell's an easy guy to work for. I mean, he's passionate and he's, he's you know, obviously he's holding guys to a standard, but that's what you want to hear. Be cool if he gives somebody to catch a punt. That's for sure. That's for sure. But of course, that has nothing to do with anything I just said. <laughs> that's, of course, he's a little fixated on that. But, but yeah, I, I would like that too. Um, he did uh, a story. I'm sure you did, but the column I wrote where I, I actually went back and watched the whole season and all the punts that hit hit the ground and how far they rolled, and I added it up. It was, it was his own, own, uh, it was his own version a, of Clockwork Orange, just watching FSU yes. punt returns, let balls just hit the ground. It was tough. There was oh. some that I'd forgotten. There was one at Wake Forest where they let it drop at the 49, and it rolled yeah. to the 30. Um it's just crazy. Um, they had the ball at midfield if you just run over and kept it. And it was on the sideline, too. There was no risk in just running and having it hit off your body out of bounds. Just swatted so, out of bounds. Yeah, anything. Uh, 152 yards they allowed in punt rolls this year, which <laughs> I'm not sure, statistic. but I think it's an NCAA record. I haven't done all the research, but I think they broke the NCAA record by 50 yards. Um, yeah, and they it's, had, a new, it's a new statistic next to like punts, punt returns, punt rolls. Punt rolls, yeah. But they have yeah. to come up with a different letter than yeah. ours. Florida State led the nation in uh, punt return yards allowed. <laughs> the pain. They, they the had pain. 72 real return yards in 152 yards they allowed in uh, punt rolls. John wants to know, and I think it's a good question. First of all, he uh, sent – along with this question, a picture of uh, Register Sausage that he had purchased, uh, freeze-dried. It was sent to him. He's got it. He was showing nice. us the package there, which is great. Beautiful. Yeah, and he writes uh, at the start of the question, yay, sausage. So are we going to make the tournament or not? I'm beginning to huh. think we're sweating out selections sun- Sunday this year uh, and on the bubble. Okay, so Ira and I talked about this on the wildly popular Jeff Cameron Show yesterday, Corey, from 1 to 3. Uh, I, I, we all first guessed that this was going to be an interesting season and that they had some elements that you liked and some things that you were really concerned about. But now we've had a chance to see them play and not play well. And it is a feeling that we're going to get halfway through the season and there's going to be an awful lot of hand-wringing because I don't think it's going to radically shift to where they're cruising on into the NCAA tournament. I think this team has problems, but I also think that they have some solutions and it'll be interesting to see how quickly they can get to a place where you feel confident they're going to make the tournament. Because right now... Mm, that feels like a 50-50 deal. Yeah, man, I think, you know, the way you look at it right now is like, what what have you seen in the last two weeks that gives you any confidence they'll even have a winning record in the ACC? I mean, they, they barely beat Boston in overtime. They blew a lead there late to, to have to go to overtime. Uh, they got rolled by Purdue, and I know Purdue's very good, but losing by 31 points is not ideal. I'll live losing, with that a home, losing a home to a Syracuse team that gave up 100 to Colgate earlier in the year like that. I mean, I know they went four of 30 from three, but essentially, man, uh, you know, Cleveland and Mills are going to be your two scores. 
Uh, you can already tell Leonard changed the way he's coached because Caleb Mills played 38 minutes. You know, Trent Forrest wouldn't play 38 minutes in an ACC championship I need, game. I need to see. I need to see some more pulls from Caleb Mills in the second half of that game. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, need absolutely. to see everybody else jacking up threes. Yeah. Let's see. Hey, the guy that can actually put the ball in the basket, maybe. So yeah, it was from him. It was basically two points in the second half. I think maybe he's being a little too deferential for for right now because he's a, the new guy. But look, man. If Polite and Wilkes are going to go 0 for 9 from 3, um, but Wilkes is giving you nothing on defense, you know, he's, he's there to shoot. Polite's a very good shooter that's shooting terribly right now. If that doesn't change, well, yeah, man, you got no shot. You got to score, too. I mean, what, what, what gives me, I mean, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm not freaking out about it is because we saw, we've seen Polite kind of have starts like this earlier in his career where he's struggled early in the year, then he kind of, hones in on okay this is what i do this is what i do well and then flourishes in that role that has to happen it's it's it, it should have happened already but i think if that happens i think that's a big deal it's, uh, it's just odd for him though right because this isn't he thought he was gonna have a bigger role like his role is supposed to be bigger than that you know it's, you would, easy, it's easy to yeah. get four open threes a game where when barnes and mj and raekwon are doing everything and you're they'll just kick it out to you but now he's supposed to be one of the leading scorers not just a role player and uh, he hasn't really responded well yet. He also might still be hurt. Not that that should affect your shooting to that to that extent. But Good. you know, we'll see. I would I would note that Tough Love Cameron is going to have to make a lot of appearances on the show uh, mm. frequently throughout the week. I'm about done watching Wyatt Wilkes do anything. Mm. This is this is impossible, man. You're here to catch and shoot. Stop dribbling. You're not a facilitator. You're not going to beat anybody off the bounce. Catch and shoot. Don't pump fake either. No. Just catch, catch and, shoot, and it. shoot. That yeah. is what you're there to do. And you're not doing a thing else. You don't defend anybody. You don't create for anybody. You can't dribble. Stop it. Can we all I'm, agree, though, that the real problem right now for this team is Tenor Nagam being out? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, we all knew that this was going to be the year. I've been saying right. it for yeah. 12 months now that yeah. this was going to be tw- Nagam in 2022, but he's been out for a week, week and a half. He's out. He's going to be out for six weeks. But, man, when he comes back, watch out. They're going to be, they're gonna be in good. I'm and not going to make him in good. I'm, I'm going to uh, – I am going to tell you this, Ira. I desperately thought we needed in Gom recently. Uh, I'm trying to tell you. Now, now you know. Now, it's not for his prowess – uh, but rather for his height and ability to alter shots at the very hey, that's least. Something. That's that something. That's something. That, that is that, something. I think, prowess, something. I think prowess encapsulates height. Um, you know, but he's, I, I, so, he's so much more. It was yeah, like, well, we could we saw a glimpse of it. So yeah, a couple glimpses right. of it. It I was coming. Mm. They could be a totally different team by mid January. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Get better, Tenor. Get yeah. better. Right. Like quickly, man! Stop half stepping. We don't yeah. have time to wait on you for six weeks. Let's go. Let's Gonna not need get... you. Gonna need yeah. you, big guy. Let's buck up, soldier. And I do, I do worry about Polite right now because he's been awful. Um, so I mean, and and I never thought I'd see that because I thought he had really come into his own, and we realized, okay, he's a guy you can depend on, and he's been anything but since this year started. So got a lot of guys kind of confused about what they're supposed to be doing. We got a lot of guys that love the dribble drive. Now this last game they didn't. They just hoisted a bunch of threes and didn't make any of them. But, yeah, I'm going to need more than two points from Caleb Mills in the second half. I think this week's a big week for them. It's finals week. They get to practice a lot. They, now they can focus a little bit more on basketball, not be as distracted. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see how they play up in South Carolina. they got a big tournament coming up. 
More headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. It is Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. How you doing there, podcasters? Good. Good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if, you're, if you're wondering, uh, for, you know, for a good place to eat, watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices, we suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You Could might happen. see us. Could you and I especially. Yes. I mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. No, oh, it's okay. Hot beer and cold women. <laughs> Whatever bars. you're into. I, I like. I like the good looking ladies too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good looking guy. And we would all agree, great food, legitimately and most good important food. Part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got that vibe. But beer, food, everything you could want, and most importantly, again. Other than uh, the food, is that there is at least I'd say a thirty-five percent chance one of us would be there, and you get the mac and cheese bites, and you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, you get the you've gotten healthy on me lately. You I get, eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does at Horizons. I, I, I Bar know and I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizons got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want to like a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the. Uh, Right off of Thomasville Road and Bannerman uh, up there on the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Let's get back to the questions, boys. Here we go. We've got, uh, I, I have hopes that the Seminole scholars, Dr. Babyon Johnson and Emmett Rice, Esquire, will be back roaming the sidelines for a seventh degree. Maybe turn that master's degree into a doctorate for that ass. That is from Miles. Um, and yeah, we are going to have interesting rosters all throughout college football for the coming years where guys are possibly around for six and seven years and i've already it already happened this year by the way i mean how many times did you look up and go that dude's a redshirt freshman what yeah yeah jordan travis is a sophomore yeah i don't think baby on i don't think baby on be back he played a lot this year but emmett rice could be uh he they could petition for a seventh year for him Mm. Uh, we'll have to see it was unfortunate that he wasn't able to play this year so so we'll see coming back was nice there you go big coop we need you to come back good job baby that um, helps the byu keeper last night it was her seventh year she's 25 years old so it can happen in college athletics now it happens a lot more at byu but still those 25 year old tears were sweet Oh yeah, yeah. yeah get that. Tasted like championships. You, you cry. You, you cry like an aging old woman that you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it did taste sweet. But uh, that said, uh, I did think it was a big deal that Coop came back, and I also think it's a big deal that they've been successfully able to caress the situation in which many gentlemen find themselves entering the portal after conversations, or more like I would say, honest interviews about whether or not they're going to be playing any serious snaps at FSU. Get as many of those guys into the portal as possible. Trying to flip this roster. See if you can get 30 guys into the portal. That'd be that'd be good. I think they're second in the country right now with 11 guys good. that have entered the portal. It's and only, and honestly, other than Chuba, I don't know that you'd say any of them were like, oh, man, that's going to hurt. No, no. Well, and that, that's an important note and because I do think the last year or two, they lost good players to the portal. I mean, it wasn't just – you know, you talk about – 
uh, you know, Corey Durden ended up being first team all ACC. Jaden Lars would be is a you know solid player. You would have you would have liked to have had him on the roster. Yeah. Um, DJ Matthews before he DJ got hurt. Matthews, hey, uh, he'll go Trayshawn. catch a punt. DJ Matthews would catch a punt. Trayshawn yeah. Harrison. I mean, they lost some good players. Now you'd like to think that the players are losing or more other than Chuba are more guys that weren't probably going to play anyway. Yeah, and, and more of them need to go ahead and find their way on down the road. Um, there, there are a lot of opportunities away from Tallahassee that they should explore. I would can strongly you, encourage lots of them. Can you start giving NIL deals to players to leave? To leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, so Promo code, uh, get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah. No, like for the good kids, you could give them a hug and thank them for their efforts and their time. And then like just – Here's ten dollars. It's been real. Yeah. Have have a good one. A little ten dollar handshake for you right there. Show you how much we care. Have a good one, baby. Um, oh, I'm hearing boy. I'm hearing Marshall is interested in you as a backup. Right. Uh, so I would this, I, I would be giving a lot of those handshakes. Look, this twenty spot goes a long way in Huntington. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. You're gonna be rich. You know the amount of possum you could eat for twenty bucks <laughs> in Huntington. Oh, boy. Get after it, buddy. Get after it. Yeah. So, hey, by the way, Chris. Kind of this sentiment from Chris is seems to be pervasive, and I don't think it's an accurate one based on uh, the total of the salaries paid to Florida State's football coaches. But people are very concerned. I'll read the question, and you'll know what I'm intimating. So it would seem we are now the Moneyball School out of the Big Three, and really the nation of those who are really invested in a big time college football program. If Moneyball and MLB is finding the edge with stats. Practically, what does Moneyball in college football look like? We're not broke here. We're not underpaying college coaches on this football staff at all. I mean, that's not a truth. Florida State had collectively one of the highest salaries for any coaching staff in the country for a good long while. Yeah, and you've got, I mean, you got million dollar coordinators. You don't have two and a half million dollar coordinators. You got no. million dollar coordinators. Um, you know, you, well, nobody mostly, needed to pay Billy Napier what they paid him in Florida. Yeah, and I, I it's agree. crazy. I agree. I agree. I, I also think Florida State is in a unique situation right now where you're still paying Willie Taggart $18 million. They're paying him a few million dollars a year to not coach. That's going to be up in the not-too-distant future. Maybe at that point, if it all works out perfectly, if Mike Norville has success, and then now you're using that, you're not paying Willie Taggart anymore, you can take that money to rewarding and keeping the staff you have as opposed to going out and overpaying. Because, uh, man, look, yeah, two years ago they got Mike Norvell at four and a half a year. Florida's paying – Napier seven or eight million dollars a year, seven something a year. I wouldn't feel jealous of that. I feel like, man, you might have you might have gotten a group of five guy at the right time. Yeah, and I don't think they lost. It's not like they were on the hook for somebody two years ago and just were like, we can't afford them. Like there was nobody that was really even realistic that would have come. You didn't know Brian Kelly wanted to leave. You wouldn't probably hired Brian Kelly anyway. By the way, we haven't talked about that, but that was one of the all time funniest things I've ever seen. I hope he keeps it up. Oh, I do too. He just becomes oh, yeah. yeah, be the heel. Be the heel. Like, be the yeah. wrestling guy. Yeah, just go ahead and lean into it and just walk around and insult the people of Louisiana that's, that's around what, every turn. That's what it was like. It was in pro wrestling when, like, a wrestler would go from, like, like a hardworking construction guy in Arizona yeah. before the internet. And then he'd go become a Russian wrestler in North right. Carolina. Like, like, that's what I think he should do. I loved it. I was, that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Who told him that was a good idea? Who's oh like, coach, when gosh. you get out there, coach, when you get out there, now you got to make sure you lean into that Southern accent a little bit. You can't Just, sound like you normally do. Let's get some, 
Let's get some y'alls in there and some other stuff, all right? Did you see the thing I tweeted, the guy that does the Saban impression? Oh, it was awesome. And he he did a he did Saban calling Brian Kelly and he does Brian Kelly like, is this the Alabama slammer himself I'm talking to? (laughs) (laughs) So what do I owe this pleasure? (laughs) It's so funny, man. The Colonel Sanders. It was awesome. (laughs) That was remarkable. So um, anyway, back to this point, wouldn't you say Florida State was paying – they're paying $7 million a year for their head coach right now, right? The head coaching position at Florida State. Yeah, when you include Willie. Willie. Um, So when Willie comes off the books, hopefully sooner rather than later, um, I think Florida State can compete with a coaching salary, maybe with anyone. Uh, maybe not twelve million or fourteen million a year or whatever. Nor should you pay somebody fourteen you million a year unless it's Nick Saban. But when you look at the the uh, where college athletics is and where college football is, yeah, you you do have to have a little money ball quality to you. You just don't have the money that SEC schools do. You don't have close to the money. You're the you also, Tampa Rays and they're the Yankees. You also you have can to have, still win, but you also have to have prove to me the way it should work is you get a coaching staff that does a great job and then you reward them. And keep them happy, and then, yeah. then, then you're, you know, maybe you get to the point where you're paying huge money, but it's rewarding the proof of concept. It's not throwing money at just somebody hoping that they they hit it. I mean, I think it would be healthier if FSU gets to the point where they're paying that. But I think FSU fans and supporters and donors would cough up more money if they felt like things were going in the right direction. It, right now, it's been seven years of of feeling like you're going in the wrong direction. Until now, maybe. Yeah, I feel I feel like this was the first year where they didn't remain stagnant or take a step back. I think they take a step forward this year. I know five and seven suggest they didn't. I think they did, given that I think it's a major rebuild, and I think that it's going to take a while to flip the roster, although they're trying to expedite that, obviously, by, as we said last segment, encouraging folks to get into that it's transfer portal. It ain't taking that long, my man. They already Let's, got rid of 11. Let's get let's get them on down the line. Corey Eleven is just a, a drop in the bucket, as they say. We need to get that sucker up to about 25, 26 Ooh, kids. In the okay. portal you go, baby. That's what's best for you. Head off to that portal. I was telling Jeff uh, on Jeff's show yesterday, Corey. It should be like like in Galaga. You know how like the ray comes down and just sucks the kid, sucks the character, sucks your ship yeah. up. Like they yeah. should just they could start doing that with portal kids. Like they're in a yeah. meeting, they're in the tight ends meeting room, and like three guys just get the beam comes down. Oh, right, right. And all of a sudden they're Bowling Green. Yeah. They don't know it's coming, Corey. So it's kind of, you got to be, you got to be smooth with it. Like he's talking to him. He's like, listen, I was thinking, uh, Jackson, can you stand right there? That's not a shot at Jackson West, is it? No, no, not at all. But I say, you stand right okay. there. Carter, and, Carter. And, and then you stand over here, and then a couple yeah. of you. All right, that's it's easier on my eyes, guys. And then all of a sudden, voila, they're gone. Just like, <laughs> and then the three that remain are like, what the hell? And you're like, all right, now we have hopes for you guys. Yeah, but now, but you see what happens you. to those. Yeah. yeah, you see what? Don't be half stepping this year, boys. You see what happens. This is uh, one of those. To, is yeah. I'm gonna need you to block that defensive end. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Once one of those boys is now at Wyoming. Yeah, he's at Laramie. Yeah, you he's ever heard of Laramie? Laramie? He's, yeah, he's on the streets of Laramie, guys. That's all. I'm gonna. They want me jogging out to practice. You know how like Norvell likes to race offensive linemen sometimes when he comes mm-hmm. out to the practice. He's gonna just yell out Laramie to all the tight ends <laughs> as he runs by, or or some all such. Yeah, all Huntington, terrible. Huntington, as he jogs on by. Yeah. That's right. We're gonna have a good day out here today, boys. <laughs> uh, let's get to another question before I forget to do that. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't realize. 
the number of times you had to respond to people who don't get sarcasm. There's like 30 times on here. This is nuts. There was, but there were a lot of other questions. I mean, there, why are you even on that strong. site? Twitter, Twitter came strong this week. I think we're, I the rest of the show needs to be Twitter questions. Sands the people that thought I didn't realize soccer was playing last night. Well, a bunch. I'll take a bunch of people who did want to know, do we think Alfred stays now that he did not get the athletic director's job? Well, a lot of people on here on both sides are saying you could kiss him goodbye. And I understand why that would be the sentiment. Um, it was sort of my thought that he probably came here with his eyes on the uh, athletic director's job at some point and probably, you know, even lobbied for that. I don't blame him per se, but I, I think that's what he was hoping for. So I don't know that that means he's as good as gone, but it's certainly a distinct possibility. Yeah, I think they're, I mean, look, they value him. I think he's done a really good job with the Seminole Boosters. They've increased the number of donors to the program. They've got increased their money in the annual fund. They're doing a lot of really positive things. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think they want to keep him. I think they hope to keep him. And I think it's possible they keep him, but yeah, we won't know for sure. Corey doesn't have an opinion on that. And with that, we'll roll on and come back and wrap it up momentarily. Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Wrapping it up, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Uh, hope uh, that you've enjoyed... Uh, a little bit different edition. It won't be this way uh, next week. Isn't that right, Corey? Well, look, we, we got into a little bit last week. This After the Dylan Gibbons argument, we we all agreed we needed a week apart. We didn't <laughs> want to be in the same studio. Hey, hey, whatever whatever happened with that? Oh, did, yeah. we, did we? Was there any resolution, Jeff? I can't remember. No, so we did go back and listen to it. I never once said he's going to be second team. I, I was very dismissive of his import to the team. He ended up being uh, their best lineman. Dismissive, I think, is a good word. Yes, I'll write dismissive as I described. You guys as I said he wasn't going to play. I just wasn't I wasn't doing cartwheels about that transfer then. But you know what? Now I am. I've seen it in person. That was a very good – that was a very big transfer for them. Congrats. It's almost like Ira and Jeff thought it was a big pickup at the time and right. really thought it was insignificant. Hey, right. And then we said as much on the show last week, and he took umbrage to that, and then we went back and listened, and it felt well, like, you, you know, he actually, it is. He actually – I think he was trying to, to say that he was – he he believed in it all along, and then you were like, "No, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. We're yeah, not, we're, not we're, that. we're definitely not gonna go do this." And now we have to go listen to last week's show <laughs> where y'all painted his eyes. I always believed in Dylan Gibbons. I thought he was great. John writes, Jeff, please remember Corey owes us an hour number two since Venables is the head coach at Oklahoma. I have no question this week. You guys are fantastic, and I can't wait to listen. Thank Did you, I say that? Did I say that I would do an hour number two for Venables, no, or is that just you, when you, – You've said so many things. So many times you've promised an hour number two, but we all just sit here waiting. I'm, is, next, if, I, if somebody can point me to where I said that, I'm, I'm a man of my word. I'm, if I'm nothing, if I'm not – how do you say integrity? Like I just have great integrity. You guys know that. Jeff, you wouldn't argue with that, would you? No, great integrity. 
<laughs> so, so I will, if I did in fact say that, I will do it hour number two next week in, in studio. Gentlemen, my question is, why doesn't FSU have a men's soccer team? Uh, lots of mo- most most uh, programs in the ACC don't, right? Just a couple, a couple. Yeah, of yeah. Title Nine is the is the issue. You, you're trying to you have to get an equal portion of scholarship athletes or athletes uh, to the student body ratio of your school, and so you can't have when you got football is 85 scholarships for male athletes. You just can't he- you can't have as many men's other sports. So a lot of times that's why you'll have. Uh, a lot of schools will have a women's sport, but not an accompanying men's sport. And, like, I don't they, think there's another men's sport that's just off by itself, right? But you also, but, it, but in, in women, they have soccer, they have volleyball. Right. You know, those are, those are trying just to make female, up those numbers. Uh, female sports. Yeah. Cause you got to make up those numbers. Jeff wants to know can you guys help me understand why the state of Louisiana produces so much talent? It's a tiny state from a population standpoint. South Carolina has more people, for example, but doesn't seem to produce anywhere near the same amount of talent. What gives? It's a good question. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly. I think the biggest issue, though, is it's not just the amount of talent. They have a lot of talent. I think it's a, there's a, passion for high school football there. But I also think a big thing is it's, it's, there's only one state school. So it's magnified by the fact that LSU has the whole state and it's a big state and it's got a lot of talent. And so now you don't, you're not splitting it up and it's also not geographically as easy to get to. Like, I think, you know, you know, in South Carolina, there's a lot of states that are much closer that can dip in. Florida State obviously has done well going into South Carolina in the past. Yeah, it's not least, it is weird though, I and mean, it's just like it's a it's it is a strange deal. I, I would I'd be lying if I said I knew why specifically. I have some theories, but I don't want to just go off half cocked and offend the world as to why I think there are more good players in Louisiana than other places. But it is strange to me that they what seem to have an, what what would be offensive. Remember when somebody asked Jimmy the Greek. Yeah. A question like that back that's in her not, childhood. By the way, Ira, I mean, Ira, I mean, Corey, that's not my theory. That is oh, not okay. my theory. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but poverty might have something to do with it. So, anyhow, I don't want to go in half cocked. I am going to tell you that they have to seemingly have an inordinate number of great defensive linemen. And I can't explain that. It's crazy. Um, the, the percentages of, of, of great defensive linemen that come out of Louisiana, I don't get yeah, it. I don't know. But here's the thing I'm just saying, like, do we know? Definitely, yeah. there's more than LSU, than no. more in Louisiana than Georgia. No, there's a ton of Georgia. There wouldn't be. No, but there in Georgia, be. but in Georgia, there's just so many schools around it. Yeah, go in and Auburn goes it. in, Florida State goes in, Tennessee comes down. Yeah, Louisiana, they just all stay in at LSU. So you, and if they get out of Louisiana, they're like the Joe McKnight's of the world, where everybody knows who they are. They're like super duper players. So I think that's more of it than anything. Is it's just they all go to the one school. So you're like, geez, every year with these guys. But if 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 South Carolina got all the great players in South Carolina every year, they would probably look a, a bit like LSU has the last decade. By no, the way, not quite, but yeah, no, but I think I think you're right. Close. Uh, Walter wants to know when we erect the statue to Mark Krikorian uh, on campus. How about that? By the way, what, does he doesn't he get one? Does he get one? Do you get? Do you name the field after him? I, look, you got to do well, something. You got to do you something. Can, you can certainly name the field after him. I, I, I'm not a big fan of doing that while people are still here. Like, I meaning they're actively coaching. That went well last time. <laughs> I don't yeah. like erecting statues and and having stained glass windows for people that are still there uh, right. working. Um, usually, it's an indicator to that person. I think you're trying to hint to them, but they don't always get it. 
So uh, I would be I'd be very careful about that. I, I, I can't imagine Mark Accordion would be a big statue fan uh, of himself. But yeah, man, naming the field after him that but look, I mean, that whole situation, that whole plex, the plex between mm-hmm. Lonnie Alameda and that softball team and Mark Accordion and that soccer team is just unbelievable. I mean, it's it's the the level of success. Those two programs that share a building in a little complex is is they got to do something. How many titles uh, does North Carolina have in total? Soccer? Yeah. I mean, a ton. They won every one for 17, like 20 years. Yeah, they won. FSU's now tied for second with three. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I just didn't know how many more they had to get to get into the neighborhood. I don't know. How many How many teams? I mean, we're like, I don't know, Corey, were six teams playing women's soccer when they won their first eight or ten? I mean, it had to not be a lot, it, right? It is silly. It's definitely yeah. silly. Yeah. Um, I think we should remove some of them and not count them. I'm with you. Hey, hey, I know one thing. They haven't won any since 2012. Well, Florida State's won three in the last eight. So. Yeah, and once Florida State stepped into the game and cared and committed and brought in the great coach, Kikorian, it was over. It was Take a wrap in North Carolina. Sorry, Mia Ham. Sorry, Mia Ham. We're done with you sorry asses. This is over. Yeah. Domination, total domination. Uh, yeah, well, that's really the crux of the show today, guys. It's a celebration of, uh, of soccer. And we hope that at the time you're listening to this program that the AD hire is uh, already done, already completed, hey, might very well be. How much, uh, Jeff, have you been doing any uh, Christmas decorations? So last night um, – so Mild we, amount, yes. We've been, we've been doing some work, man. But some of my neighbors have stepped up their game. Oh, so I'm feeling you pressure. It up. Yeah. I'm feeling some game pressure. I, I need to step up. Corey, Corey got two houses. Is, Corey Corey's got two houses. Not a guy that wouldn't decorate at all. Oh Corey no, two, not at two, no no chance. You got two chances. You got two. You should go with two different themes. Here's what I do, Ira. Is I have a, a two foot Christmas tree that I bought a couple years ago when I was renting the kitchen counter yeah. for Brady. Poor Brady. And, uh, it stays out all year. That's my Christmas spirit. I never put it up. It's just sitting there in the corner. So oh, if you yeah. want to know, it's Christmas time all year round at the Clark household. Poor yeah. Brady. But Brady's got another – Brady get that, gets that at another house. He, You know, yeah. he goes to his other house and he gets Christmas and cookies and it feels all warm. Yeah. Over here is reality. This yeah. is life over here. You got to do stuff for yourself. When his son – when he has his son and his house, there is no zeal for Christmas there. It's hard work, nose to the grindstone time. That's what that is. Yeah. That's how you embrace the holiday. I got Exactly it. right. Exactly uh, right. Have you done your requisite amount of dribbling, push-ups, sit-ups? Yeah. Have you Sprint run your five down miles? the stairs a hundred yeah. times? Yeah. yeah. Ho, ho, ho. That's what I you say. Don't, you, don't, uh, for, you, don't want, you don't want to look like Santa. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> yeah. You, don't, you don't look like a football player, a basketball player. <laughs> exactly. For Corey Clark and Ira Chaffel. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks to all of you for watching. Be good, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Go Knowles.